you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Janie Fox, the Wednesday, the 31st day of January edition of The Edge. Appreciate you joining us. Got John Tabor running the board at the mothership. We're brought to you, as always, by Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best uh, pet care you're going to get anywhere, folks, in the free world. Go see them on US-165 North. And the directions are? North of Brookshire, south of Bootleggers. Uh, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Uh, Tabor, are you a Notre Dame fan? My chance? Yeah, I'm indifferent. How about you, Jamie? Can't stand Notre Dame, but I uh, I am not happy what uh, some people are trying to do to uh, a beloved, tradition laden, established, ingrained in the tradition of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Max Kellerman, who, and and I am very 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 upset graded on me he said any any he said is it right to do this he said yes because any group in our society who is marginalized who in the hell is max kellerman to, de- to de- define who is marginalized in this society He's smarter than you what makes him the, the self-appointed minister of decency you you don't know who's marked i tell you who's marginalized uh max is someone who's lost someone to murder or lost a, a family member to something like that. that's a marginalized person, or someone who is is not, you know, is starving in, in America today. That's a marginalized person. Someone who is of a certain ethnicity, whatever it may be, is not marginalized. They have a chance to in this great country to be whatever the heck they want. And I'm I'm here to say I'm I'm going to do everything I can to help them. And John Tabor will too, because he fought for our country, which Max Kellerman probably didn't. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm just very, I'm, I mean, this has got me so exercised, and I don't know why. I guess it's because he has made himself exactly what I'm calling him, the self-appointed minister of decency. He has no right to determine who is marginalized in this society. Well, I, I, we all are to some extent. Jamie, I've got something else that, that you're going to have to pull off the shelves, and this hurts me much more so than the Notre Dame uh, fighting Irish. This is something that hits home. It goes back to my childhood, mm-hmm. something I'm very passionate about. Um, and, and I think the next logical sequence after the Notre Dame logo has changed, we've got to get rid of Lucky Charm cereal. Oh, that's next. Sure. I, I mean, I've loved Lucky Charms since I was a kid. Uh, Lucky Charms has to go. The Shamrocks, got to go. Well, that's why this is, this is so insidious. And we can make the, the little marshmallow circles, but that might offend the squares. Because you're exactly, I mean, laugh all we want, Terry, but that's, that's exactly where this goes. Oh. It doesn't stop just at getting rid of the leprechaun or the fighting Irish logo. It start, then, it, then it becomes, then it starts going into capitalism. Then it starts affecting uh, what you can have. Uh, to, to, I mean, there are some, there's a sense of pride 
in, in Notre Dame. I mean, that is, that is their tradition. Richie's good. I'm sorry, Richie. Did, did Richie go to Notre Dame? No, no. Richie says that we're going to rebrand Cleveland, the Cleveland, the Cleveland Native Americans, and their mascot, Chief TC. It's about as close as it's going to get, Richie. I mean, I'm, he's not far off. I mean, it is insanity what is happening in this where we allow something and and I, I again I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame. I think Terry will laugh at me and say you're you're against anybody that's wildly successful. He's probably right. But I'm envious more so than I than I hate him. But um why in this country is things that, that, that you have said that have been Notre Dame has been a wildly successful program for years. Not, not lately they've been still good, the better. I mean they're not but they at one point they dominated the college landscape. It's been a huge tradition. You want to talk about somebody that's marginalized? How about the folks that were marched that were marched in the gas chambers? Our good friends, the Jewish folks, our good Jewish friends who were killed in concentration. That's marginalized, Max Kellerman. Not a logo, or not something that's a picture. The Jewish people who had built the city of Monroe and West Monroe, and were killed in concentration camps. Well, Those are, that's a marginalized race. Not not the not the the Notre Dame logo. And everything like that, and look how successful. Well, a lot of people are that have overcome what you deem as marginalization. You're wrong. He is so wrong. You ever notice that ESPN is wrong, and that's why they're failing. The failing ESPN. Ninety-nine percent of people that are offended are typically not of the uh, the the race, the creed, the origin, or whatever of the people they're offended by. Have you ever noticed that? I mean, ninety-nine percent of the people that are going to be offended by the Notre Dame logo are, are probably not Irish. They probably are not Notre Dame fans. I'm offended by their success, but I'm not, I mean, tongue-in-cheek, but Notre Dame is, is one of the most tradition-laden programs in our – why is tradition all of a sudden, Terry, a bad thing? You learn even history that is that is bad. I mean, like I mentioned, the concentration camps, uh, slave, all these things are – these are not necessarily things to be proud of. But that's what history is. It's a learning experience, so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. That's why I thought we had history. So you will not um, – let me repeat myself. God, Doc, 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 I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Doc just ruined my day. Let's hear it, Doc. Uh, in addition to Lucky Charms, yes. Count Chocula and Cocoa Puffs have got to go. Doc, I mean, our audience – let me tell you something. Our listeners are a heck of a lot smarter than we are. Hurricanes kill people. University of Miami offends me. They- <laughs> I agree. I mean, it has gotten to the point of insidious. I think the LSU Tiger logo has to go. Overreaction. Yeah, because Tigers, you know, they. No, 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 no. You know where the origin of the LSU logo comes from? Let, let me enlighten you with history for a moment. The LSU Tiger logo. Remember General Sherman, the guy yes. that burned Atlanta to the ground? Yes. And I had a history professor when uh, back in the day at uh, Northeast Louisiana University. Right. That uh, since passed away, H. Perry Jones. Dr. Oh, Jones, gosh. probably the best teacher I've ever oh, had in my life. Fantastic. He's about your size. Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, at any rate, uh, General Sherman was the president of, of LSU. Indeed, he was. Um, long story short, he, he became the general of the Union Army and, and had a special bitterness, maybe, towards the South. And they... A group of Louisiana citizens were in the Southern Army, and they had a reputation of being very fierce fighters, and they fought like tigers, hence the name. So the old war school, Louisiana State University, adopted that moniker back in the day, the Fighting Tigers. 
So it actually comes from a Civil War era group of Louisiana natives who fought for the South. And so there is the LSU Tiger logo. Uh, and at some point, some idiot will come up with something on that, too. Oh, they will. And I, and I have to tell you, you remember the, uh, which we had some folks in this area that uh, were part of the makeup of the old Chinese bandits. Yes. You remember the defensive side, uh, Daryl Jenkins and, and that crowd that played. Uh, Tommy Neck was one of those. The, the, Tommy, Tommy Neck just passed away here about a year and a half, I two years Tommy ago. Tommy was, yeah. was a member of the Chinese bandits. And uh, why, oh, no, are, we, are we now supposed to dismiss all of that? From LSU's culture, watch, watch that. You want to make some uh, some uh, some folks mad? Try to try to mess with LSU's tradition and history. Look, I, I'll say this: I tell you, it's time for Notre Dame to draw a line in the sand. I don't think Notre Dame's going to think twice about it. I hope. Not. Uh, then again, you never can tell. The look, I've been in academia at the collegiate level, and some of my really good friends are there, and, and they're very lucid, very understanding. Uh, you got some other people that are left of Bernie Sanders and their views, and it is bizarre. And that world, that's all you deal with. So you assume everybody feels like that. Depends on who's making the decisions. What's your, it's, your, it's their frame of reference. That's all they know. So therefore, if you don't think and act and do like they do, you're one of the ist in the world. That's, you're, you know, you're. you're and first of all, they insult your intelligence. First of all, you're dumb. Well, I'm not very smart to begin with. Well, so. neither neither you nor I are. But I mean. Uh, we're not. I think we do have can, can at least form a cogent thought, and on occasion, which I think is more than Max Kellerman is, is spending the time to do right now. Max is an elitist. Uh, FS and Farmville, it's okay, Puff. Only guys like Eastern Michigan and Northeast Louisiana have to submit to political correctness. Arkansas State had to Il- Illinois well. and Florida State, no problem there. They're still the Seminoles, right? Wasn't there a lot of money exchanged on that one? Which is the exact reason that they're still running the multi. Tens of millions of dollars operation. And the fighting the Illini up in uh, in, in, Boy, in that, that, that's a chief, is it correct? Uh, uh, I think so. Well, if you do give a, and that's that's my point. You, this is all a, this is a money grab. Uh, I mean, I have my friends today that, that one of the things that has hurt ULM slash Northeast is the name change for reasons that you know I understood, but a lot of people don't. Don't can't embrace that. The mascot change, which was absolutely uh, pushed down their throat. Yeah, and and what what I love is that I wasn't necessarily embracing at first the Warhawk mascot. I guarantee you, these people are not going to be happy until because it's got war in it. And I thought, good. Bert Bert kills things, right? Bert Bert war. Oh God, you can't have a a mascot with the with war in it. How how insensitive are you? How oh how you brute you 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 bunch of of, of redneck <laughs> brutes down in, in Louisiana calling a war using the term warhawk. Oh, how about the peace hawk? No, I, I'm telling you, no. this has got this has got this. this how about an amoeba? That that's as like as um, well mundane as it gets. I can't imagine. Can you be threatened by an amoeba? Well, we could. Uh, you know, we're all going to end up being. I tell you what, the people making these kind of decisions are the ones who the mascot who all went to the Rhode Island School of Technology, and we all know what their mascot is. Which I cannot repeat. Lack thereof. Lack of uh, of the Rhode Island Institute of Technology mascot. Here's what the Indians owner, because the Indians are doing away with Chief Wahoo, which is terrible. Uh, Cleveland Indians, and Paul Dolan, who's their owner, said uh, while we recognize many of our fans have an attachment to Chief Wahoo. I'm ultimately in agreement with Commissioner Manfred's desire to remove the logo from our uniforms in 2019. Why? 
it's been part of their tradition. But, 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 there's a but, as there is always, and this is a big one. The Indians are going to retain the trademark and the retail rights to Chief Wahoo. Well, we know this is offensive to three people out there. We're going to retain the right to keep it and still make money off of it. How about that? We're not going to have it on our uniforms, but we'll have it on the T-shirt in the merchandise yeah. shop inside the Jacobs Field. Oh, can, can you see the marketing on this one? This is going to be vintage Cleveland Indian wear. And there'll be a, there'll be a sub-market for that. Actually, it'll be brilliant. I think I think it would make the Browns more competitive if they put Chief Wahoo on the uh, Anything would make the Browns more competitive. Exactly. I mean, I think I think the Browns need to be – the hell with it. Don't call themselves the Browns anymore. Just call them the Cleveland Chief Wahoo. You don't think that'll strike fear into the NFL? Uh, well, there's no rumor to this. You don't need a new quarterback. I, I've heard the rumor. You just need Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo may be the quarterback for the Browns. You know why? Could it's his do. turn. <laughs> you know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by – our friends at Powers Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Back on Memento, Liet. If you could talk to your animal when they say... They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad does it attacks belly fat well let me tell you it did the second month is where i saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach i've lost six inches this product really does work so guys if you'd like to experience similar results then get andro 400 the safe natural and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone go to andro 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 
Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the Edge rolling on a juicy Wednesday, 31st day of January. Why not go out in a bang? 2017. There we go. Uh we have we have a leprechaun. I, I just informed uh, our people here at St. Frederick they have to change the Warriors logo. That did not go over real. No, it didn't no, go. It, didn't go I, it doesn't matter because that uh, goes back to the Crusades, and uh, Warriors is a violent, warlike individual. Let's call up Max Kellerman and hear what he has to say about it. They're going to they get rid of it. And while we're at it, do, do we even go with the Rebels or the Lions? Gotta go. Why? Why should I have the lions? Lions kill people. Gotta go. Lions. If they kill people, yes or no? They do. They yeah. gotta go. They gotta go. They gotta go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, use Sterlington Panthers. Panthers have killed. They gotta go. Uh, aggressive. Uh, they. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, Carol Bulldogs. A bulldog is a dog. A pit bull is a dog. Pit bulls have killed people. So therefore, gotta go. Gotta go. Wildcat. Do we even get into that? Wasp,man. You gotta have that logo changed, buddy. Well, and here's the thing. It's it's insensitive to the animal kingdom. All these bulldogs, wildcats, uh, it, it's so insensitive. Think how many animals don't kill anybody. Uh, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I mean, everybody, all animals are, are capable of it. Um, certainly, I mean, mine is, uh, I, I don't think, I've, I've got mine. After I got robbed, I got a, a, a dog to, to kill people. And about the only thing he kills is the food in his bowl. Um, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily do what you know, and I think he barks and sounds real big, but I mean he he lays down more than a mattress and and you know is not really doing what I'm asking him to do, which is to guard my home from aggressive Max Kellermans of the world who want to break into my home. And- Jeremy says that the New Orleans Saints logo marginalizes sinners. Good point, Jeremy. Absolutely, you're spot that, on. That, that's Sean Williams and Sean Fox territory there. Yeah, Sean Williams. Yeah, don't mess with the saying. You want to, his, head, his head just exploded. That's a one-man wrecking crew going down to Sean Williams if you mess with the saying. I chatted him on Facebook the other day. Yeah. He made a disparaging remark about the Cowboys. Like, dude, all that hate's going to burn you up. He doesn't, he doesn't. No, not a fan. I don't know if he's more happy with the Saints win or the Cowboys win. No, let's not, let's not get ourselves with the Saints win. Yeah. Uh, you, you like that. Uh, somebody else, hey, I'm offended at the color brown for the Browns logo because uh, their logo is primarily orange. Sort of a, a misdirection, if you will, there. Uh, speaking of misdirection, I want to get off this. But, dear God. I mean, this Blake Griffin. Yes, our good friend Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, who is uh, uh, certainly entertaining. Blake Griffin never has won a whole lot. Uh, probably never will. Um, traded to the Abyss of the Detroit Pistons, the abyss of the Eastern Conference, the Detroit Pistons. Maybe right now, but they used not. They used to be pretty good. Yeah, well, so did Cleveland when they had Jim Brown. <laughs> All right? But I digress. You yes. digress. Yes. You know, hey, look, yes. Spain used to own most of the world. Well, there you go right there. You know, Portugal. Uh, you know, things have been – the last, like, couple hundred years – for those guys have not went really well. Yeah, the firm did turn. Did it yeah, you know what I'm saying? It hadn't been. We were doing really well until about that Armada thing. And after 1600, it's sort of been downhill. It kind of went south after that. The last 500 it? years have really sucked. Yeah. Uh, Blake Griffin, uh, 
has broken his hand on a manager's jaw that he got to a dispute with. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin never really uh, – incredible athlete. Dude jumps to 6'10". He's a freak of nature in terms of how athletic he is. Yes. Uh, was just chunked to the Detroit Pistons. By the way, this is uh, Jerry West coming over from the Golden State Warriors in the front office for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Jerry West, who was the architect of the Golden State Warriors squad, who's been pretty good, uh, would be a, a nice way to put it. At any rate, uh, they're trying to get into the LeBron James Derby. LeBron's going to go somewhere. And so they're trying to jump in on that, and they may actually be an attractive um, alternative because he wants to be in Los Angeles. He's already got houses and people there. He might be an attractive alternative. And uh, my guess is the Clippers, I have a theory on this, right? I think the Lakers, Magic Johnson and company, are paying uh, the, the, the 27 vowel syllable team in Lithuania to keep LeVar Ball over there. I think the Clippers are going to pay him more to come back. Probably so. Well, I, in, in this, would this, will this be a bidding war between the Lakers and the Clippers, um, which I never liked the thought of. You know, San Diego was the – again, San Diego gets uh, – screwed out of a franchise, um, but uh, your, your point is well made that I think this is an attempt to, to lure. Uh, they're, they're clearing cap space. They're clearing a lot of cap space. Clearing talent space. Uh, Chris Paul first, now Blake Griffin. Uh, those, yeah, DeAndre Jordan and a cast of people you could put on a milk carton. I saw an interesting – you remember, uh, to me, one of the best defensive players I saw in college was Kenyon Martin. Yeah. He played at Cincinnati. Yep, Dallas guy. Kenyon Martin was a, I mean, just physical presence. I heard him talking about Blake Griffin the other day and saying that he, while he was a, you know, a talent, he had the ability to, as he said, I could get him to do what I wanted him to do defensively. He could put him in positions where he wasn't as effective on the offensive end. So, I mean, what are you getting in Detroit with Blake Griffin? Well, you're, you're getting a talented athletic, but are you getting – you know, a, a championship product out of that, is it going to translate? Name the last great NBA player that can't shoot. I'll wait. Uh, I can't do that. Exactly. Right I mean, I need the rest of the show to figure something out. Uh, our friend Joel Embiid, who plays like once every seven nights, and he's pretty good when he plays. He just he doesn't play much. Uh, ben Simmons. Yep. If Ben Simmons doesn't learn to shoot the basketball, Ben Simmons will be a, 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 a best average NBA player. And I'll give you an example who really couldn't shoot. Carl Malone was not a very good shooter coming out of Louisiana Tech. Very talented guy, powerful, physical. He was, he was at best, an average to below average shooter. You know who else was? Who's that? Paul Millsap. Carl Malone, yeah. Both those guys got in the gym in the offseason. They adapted their game. Hence the term, adapted their game. And Carl Malone became one of the best mid-range shooters for a power forward in the history of basketball. That's a... That's a tribute to Craig. I don't know Carl Malone from, from Adam, but I, I watched his career develop. I, I'm a pretty big basketball guy. He adapted. I look at Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, if you play word association, like if I play word association with you, I say Tom Brady. Give me the first thing that pops in your mind. Andy Amendola. Uh, Besides Giselle. Winner. Quarterback. I mean, all those things, all those adjectives that describe it. I could do the same thing with Drew Brees, or I could do the same thing with Lynn Swan, however you want to do it, right? And so you get into to Blake Griffin. He's a phenomenal athlete. He dunks on 10 people. Dude's hurt all the time. 
And the reason he's hurt all the time, now think about this. When you're not, when your skill set is, is one-dimensional, you have to really go to that skill set. Blake Griffin goes to the rim and dunks the ball. Blake Griffin can't shoot. He couldn't, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, to go off an old uh, movie reference that you probably never heard of. Uh, so he's got to go to the rim. So when you go to the rim, you're going to engage in contact with other players. As you engage in contact with other players, your propensity to be hurt dramatically increases. It's like the running back that runs it 35, 40 times a game. What's his odds of getting hurt as opposed to the guy that runs it 10 times a game? So you look at these guys in the NBA that can't shoot. Derrick Rose never really adapted this game. Uh, Blake Griffin never really adapted his game. And so guys like that, you just don't see guys that can't shoot. Ben Simmons is not. Blake Griffin is self-checked. Now he's going to put people in the stand. Oh, look at that. But he's not going to win. You know, Russell Westbrook has to. James Harden has adapted his game. He now sort of gets in the way sometimes defensively. Russell West, and James Harden plays well with others. He got Chris Paul to come in there. James Harden is a ball-dominant guard. Chris Paul, ball-dominant guard. The Clippers had a great array of talent. Uh, and, you know, Doc Rivers is maligned. He's beloved. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. I think the fact that Austin Rivers there hurts a lot of it, to be honest with you, because he's not well-liked by the NBA players, which, you know, it is what it is. But Blake Griffin shift to Detroit. Blake Griffin is not going to win you championships. Russell Westbrook, another great example, the MVP of the National Basketball Association, whose team gets swept in the first round year after year after year after year. You know who some of Russell Westbrook's teammates have been? Kevin Durant, James Harden. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. And they're all together in OKC. It still didn't produce a championship. No. And so unless he adapts, He's going to be a great statistic guy. You know, it goes back to, uh, to you know, back even when O.J. Simpson was playing for the Buffalo Bills. That guy was an amazing runner, and they sucked. That team sucked with O.J. there. As good as he was, running the football, set all kind of records. This guy was the best running back in the NFL, Archie Manning. The best quarterback in the NFL, arguably, during his time frame. The Saints were god-awful. And so there you go. Uh, unless you get players around you, unless you, you know, Le- and LeBron is, is sort of the exception because I got about seven texts. LeBron is the exception to this rule. Most of the athletic, think about the athletic guys in the NFL. The, the wider, Odell Beckham, often injured. Josh Gordon, well, drug rehab and often injured. Uh, Des Bryant. Think about the running quarterbacks in the NFL. You go back to RG3, who was rookie of the year. Unbelievable. Ran all the time, got her. Cam Newton's career will not be as long because he takes too many hits. How many running quarterbacks do you see in the NFL that play past like year seven, year eight? If they're lucky to get that far. They just don't do it. Johnny Manziel, even, I mean, he got a cup of coffee. He's a running quarterback. You just don't see it. So, athletes, the thing about being an athlete, it's a great thing when you use it in proportion to what you need to do. But somebody, Derek Rose, attacks the rim all the time, athletic. You attack the rim, you get hit by bigger players, and you go to the ground. It's the running back running 50 times a game as opposed to 20. Right. Uh, Derrick Rose, always to the rim, always getting hurt. Always getting hurt. Uh, and he's a small guy to begin with. Isaiah Thomas, 
for Cleveland right now. Goes to the rim. Dude's hurt a lot. And he's also saying he's not going to adapt his game. He thinks I'm, I'm brought here in here to shoot. So yeah, he's uh, he's trade bait. At any rate, listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Fox. We return. We're going to get into a little bit of the Super Bowl and give you some ideas and thoughts on what is going on. The segment sponsored by our friends at Spotavell. Hey, Valentine's Day coming up. It's right around the corner uh, for your wife, for your girlfriend. Uh, if you have both, yeah, double up on them. Just make sure you don't send them at the same time. Spondabelle in Monroe, 318-807-1060. Spondabelle, let me lane in Monroe. Back in a minute. The new year is here, so let's start something new at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Starting this year, any new or used purchase from Brennan Dodge will come with oil changes free for life. That's right, your new or used car from Brennan Dodge will come with free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Just our way of saying thank you for the many years of support this community has shown us. And the all-new Jeep Wrangler is just a few weeks away, so don't miss a chance to test drive the legendary Jeep Wrangler. Let's start something new this year at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Washita Valley Making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley. Making good things happen. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau Insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, second half of the show rolling here, uh, January 
first. We're 31 days into 2018. Got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. I got a question for you. Tabor, I'll get you to weigh on this one, too. Who is more hated, the New England Patriot players or the Philadelphia Eagle fans? You guys are welcome to weigh in on that one. Triple eight. 993-7762, 993-7762, who is more hated, the Patriot players or the Philadelphia Eagle fans? Is it the Patriot players or the organization as a whole? The evil empire. I mean, you can hear the, the death, Imperial Death March music. Dun, 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 dun. I would say the Patriots for the reason that they, you know, the, the Eagles fans only impact the opponent they're playing that week. The, the Patriots manage to alienate somebody every week. Because they keep winning, dude. It's true. How about the people that are not Patriots? I'm offended by that name. How about the people that hate America? They don't want to see Patriots. No, that's bad. Ooh. How about how about the Boston Antifas? The anti-Patriots. Oh, that's a start. Yeah, you like that? That's uh, Jeremy says, hey, the Union Parish Farmer's mascot is offensive. Not everybody from Farmable is a farmer. What about the people that just eat meat? Good point. You know, they, they, don't, they, don't eat, they, don't, they don't farm. They don't like vegetables. They're meat eaters. They're the carnivores. What you call it? Vegetables? Vegetables. I don't know coach you would do that one time. Eat your vegetables. You tell our players that. Eat your vegetables. Yeah, but, but hey, it's a very valid point. Not everybody there is a farmer. You're offended by that. No, not everybody's a hunter and a fisherman either, but that doesn't mean that they're bad people. Um, but somebody's offended by that. What do they call them? What are you going to call them? The, the, the Union Parish Lake? I mean, really, but, you know, body of water. There are people that like mountains. I'm offended by lakes. I drink Coke. I don't like water. You know, we're making, <laughs> we're being, we're being, um, facetious we to are, the but, degree. But when you're, I mean, this is what happens in our society, though, and it's, it's called the, you know, the law of unintended consequences. When you do stuff like taking mascots and mess, it, does, it unfortunately, it never stops there. It never does. It becomes the leprechaun on the Lucky Charms box has to go. It becomes, and don't think it does, I mean, we have historical reference on this, that once Things like this start rolling down. It's like, you know, the it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it, it gathers moss. A rock going downhill gathers moss. That's what happens with with uh, things like this. It becomes unintended consequences, and therefore you have to take the lucky charms, the leprechaun off the, the box. And uh, I'm not happy about that, as I'm probably the closest one around here to a leprechaun. But um, I, I'm not offended by that. And I don't know why anybody else should be either, um, because... You're not, uh, you know, who's to determine who's marginalized in our society? Max Kellerman believes that he is. Uh, you're wrong, Max. You are so rich, he says, uh, and, and I put this, I shared this yesterday. Of course, every, people know my affiliation with this. I've got one son that is in the military now that's already served a tour overseas. Right. Uh, just got out of pre-ranger school. Uh, three weeks of that, he said that was lots of fun. Sure. Uh, <laughs> he just graduated from that. And my youngest son is, uh, I would tell you, he's 99.9% in the military. So to say we're a military family would be, would be a fair statement. So I'm not uh, unbiased on this on this thing. I'll throw the disclaimer out there. And Richie has the point of the teacher that said our soldiers yes. and our vets were the lowest of the low. I'm sure most of all of us hate that dude. Uh, I would disagree. There's going to be a lot of people that agree with that guy. 
We throw First Amendment rights in there. Oh, by the way, he's teaching children. He's a public school teacher teaching children, and I, paid by the state of I, California. And I, yeah, well, thanks. Uh, you know, in what state? Wait for it, California. Paid for by the taxpayers of California. Uh, the taxpayers are protected by. Remind me again. Oh yeah, the military. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, again, fortunately, some really sharp student uh, videoed this with the teacher saying that. Uh, and he basically dissed on anybody, said basically insulted anybody who joins the military. They're not as intelligent as everybody else. They have no other options. They're dumb. They're horrible. Uh, by the way, this man is still employed. And, you know, hey, Ward Churchill managed to stay on the University of Colorado's payroll for about seven years after saying very similar things. Danny, Danny thank you for your service, by the way, Danny, from uh, from Eris. Hey, when I was in the Marines, I knew a few, a few Philadelphia fans. They're hated more. <laughs> well, I mean, Philadelphia, look, Philadelphia fans, they threw rocks and snowballs at Santa Claus. They have one of the idiots last week that punched a police force. Yeah. Uh, the young man that goes to, very proudly, Temple University. Uh, as far as we know, he's, yeah, did the Temple uh, dismiss him? Or I, I don't know. They, they probably gave him an additional scholarship or something. It's his freedom of expression to punch a police horse, right? Well, unfortunately, he didn't just go after the horse. He also hit the officer. I knew, that'll, I, that'll do it. Here, true story here. Uh, I, I, was, I, I was not involved. I was invited to attend a wedding. Uh, this is in New Orleans. And so my wife and I go down for the wedding. And the night before, a bunch of these people are going. Now, let me, let me preface this story by telling you this is not a close friend. This is an acquaintance of an acquaintance. So we sort of got... Hey, New Orleans for the wedding? Sure, we'll go. <laughs> and so they're, they're like, hey, Coach, you want to go out with a bachelor party? Uh, no, I do not, because I saw the people that were involved in this, mm-hmm. and you knew it was not going to end well. Nefarious. And, and having been younger at my time, I had my share of those, so I knew how this was going to end. So sure enough, about uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, I get the, the, the phone call. That you knew was going to happen. That I knew was going to happen. Hey, so-and-so is in jail. Uh can you help us with bail money? Well, the answer, of course, is no. I don't even know this guy. At any rate, here's what he had done. Uh, it was like the old Blazing Saddles where uh, was it Mongo punches the horse. Yes. Well, the funny thing about police officers and their police horses, uh, just like their dogs, they're very peculiar about people messing with them. They're, they, rather, they're, they're rather attached. They're and rather they're, attached and, and, and very... It's uh, emotional attachment. It's yeah. emotional attachment. Yeah, they're not real happy when, when people jack with them. Well, this guy, in, uh, in a fit of drunken stupor, pulls the same thing the Philadelphia guy does, but he comes up behind him, and he goes, slap the horse on the hindquarters. This is in the middle of the French Quarter. Now, these New Orleans police, you got to understand, they just got through dealing with Mardi Gras idiots. All right, I don't know if they had the Final Four or the Maybe Super the Bowl there. Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. just dealt with all these idiots. And, you know, you touch a, a a police service animal, that is an assault upon an officer. They don't take kindly to that. So this idiot smacks the horse on the butt, and the guy that called me is like, Coach, I was trying to get to him, so he couldn't do it. So I have this vision in my head of, like, the slow motion where your no. friend is yeah, no, diving into him and uh, yeah. Uh, that did work out well. So, yeah, some of the other uh, officers, uh, New York, New Orleans' finest, uh, slapped cuffs on homeboy, took him to jail. He was arraigned the next day, had to come back a couple weeks, pay a big fine, and I think they told him never come back. 
but uh, fans' behavior, you know, you just lose yourself in that crowd. It's like the, the, the English soccer hooligans. They take pride in the behavior of just the bizarrely criminal. Uh, you know, it's like I've never understood this. Your team wins a championship, so what do we do? Let's, let's go celebrate. Let's burn cars. Let's turn stuff over. Let's burglarize Starbucks. Well, that's why a lot of people don't want Philadelphia to win because they, you know, they have to grease the polls. The again. mayor and the police are playing pretty God, What would be worse with Philadelphia fans? Because you've been in the Super Bowl twice. You've lost both of them. What would be worse? Losing the Super Bowl? How about this? Worst case scenario for Philadelphia. You lose on a last-second controversial play to Tom Brady and the Patriots. The alcohol factor is already at a 12. Exactly. Out of 10. And, you know, the police are going, oh, no. Do you think? Let me ask you. Order more Crisco for the polls. I was going to say that. What, what, what's your dilemma? Uh, I, can you imagine the – you've got to be prepared for this. I mean, you can't shoot water cannons at them because it's too cold. It'll freeze and chill them with ice. Can you imagine what the, the city of Philadelphia has purchased in, in the amount of Crisco that they have, have purchased in order to grease the poles? Let's just say, how about this one? How about New England's up 28-3? to 3 And Philadelphia somehow, and they don't they think, oh, we're, we're, we're done. I mean, I'm saying unless this thing is like 56 to nothing, you better grease those poles in Philadelphia with Crisco. I want to clarify that. Somebody will be yeah. frozen to it. I, look, I'm in favor of water cannons. I would volunteer my time to go up there. And, yeah. You know, you could raise money like that, like raffle it off. You can be the water cannon guy. You can shoot water. Hey, dude's going up the pole. I got it. <laughs> it's like a video game except for real. Exactly. What a, what a great idea. We're, we're coming up with all kind of stuff. Uh, Jeremy from Rustin. Seriously, Eagle fans are offensive to real Eagle's image. Let them change to Philly cheesesteak. Like it? Yeah, but the vegetarians are going to be pissed. Like that one, too. Um, anyway, we've got the – and we'll, we'll get into this next segment. We have, of course, the, the, the local rooting interest here. God, hey, look, Doug Peterson, I don't know. I know him a little bit. I know him very well, but you certainly have to be proud of his accomplishments. Dude's at Calvary High School, Calvary Baptist, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia is left for dead. As a Cowboys fan, who do you root for? What's the dilemma here? The hated Philadelphia Eagles or the evil empire of the New England Patriots? Your thoughts on this, Jamie, and I'll talk a little bit more about it when we come back. Again, I'll throw it out to you. Who is more hated, the Patriot players or the Philadelphia Eagle fans? And if both of them fell out of an airplane, who would hit the ground first? And B, do you care? You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. This segment is sponsored by GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. Louisiana Special Olympics. The edge rolls on after this break. This is Mark Fuller with Car Pros North. Tax time is here. And tax cars are real, real, real cheap at Car Pros North. We just want to let everyone know we have access to over 500 units. We got cars, trucks, SUVs, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, sports cars, third-row seats, and financing available for everyone. Come see us, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, CarPros North. Find CarPros North on Facebook or visit carprosnorth.com. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. 
So many people view the Christian walk as a series of do's and don'ts, a list of behaviors to be kept. But Christ came for freedom so we would no longer be slaves to the law, but instead would be redeemed through his death, through grace. It seems like such an easy thing. God takes something that seems incomprehensible to our finite minds, our redemption, and makes it accessible to us through Jesus' death on the cross. That in itself should make us take a serious look at the truth embodied in Jesus Christ. It's simple. The truth will set you free. What truth do you know and understand? Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. Washtenaw Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washtenaw Valley, making good things happen. 39,000 hungry people are fed annually through the food bank of Northeast Louisiana, and the need for food is reaching an all-time high. This is Commissioner Mike Strain asking you to help fight hunger by contributing to the food bank. There are several ways you can help. The station urges you to help by calling 318-322-3567 or by visiting the website fbnela.org. Thanks. And welcome back here to Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Fox rolling here. Last segment of The Edge. Segment brought to you by our friends at Powers Gourmet Pizza by design. Not a better day than Wednesday to go try out. Hey, good try out, Jay and Company. Get some Parmesan peppercorn. Good try stuff, that. man. Absolutely. Uh, I want to do this last segment with the NBA. And we probably are the only ones that do a lot of NBA around here. I don't say a lot, but probably more than the rest. The NBA so far, Jamie, up double figures in ratings this year. Good for them. Double figures. Uh, they got some uh, some young and exciting teams, although they're not real good. Philadelphia, Minnesota, um, are arriving as contenders. I, I doubt that. But uh, you got LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Westbrook, the Greek freak, the uh, a lot of depth and skill that we haven't seen in a long time. Um and I think the NFL's decline has helped the NBA. But I think part of the, what the NBA has figured out, they've got a little WWE to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're creating these, uh, sometimes it's fake, sometimes it's not, controversy. But you look at, um, you know, the players that used to play together, now they don't like each other. Uh, Russell like Westbrook, and Chris Paul. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, uh, there was an alphabetical list of the all-star team. And Russell Westbrook thought it, he was picked last, so he was butthurt. 
uh, until he figured out, like, no, Russ, uh, your name starts with a W, so you're, like, it's alphabetical. Or, oh, I knew that. My bad. Uh, oh, there's, there's some touchy personalities in the NBA, aren't there? They're a little, a little sensitive. They're, the NBA is extremely sensitive. Kevin Durant got ejected here last week. So the referees were out to get him. Then he had to come out and correct that later. Uh, then he accused the one official of just absolutely targeting. And uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, to his credit, said, I went back and looked at the film, and I'm going to have to edit this. I looked at the plays, a couple texts, and I was being a jerk last night. He did use the word jerk. Um, interesting, though. His response to the to the, the the calls he was getting or not getting. Detroit's Andre Drummond was not picked by either LeBron or Steph Curry. And so what do you do these days if you're a millennial or a Gen Y? You get on social media. And so uh, he goes on Twitter and says, you have to be expletive deleted kidding me about his absence on the roster. Wow. You are, you mentioned to me that it's, it, it is a, a league that is uh, egocentric, to say the least. But apparently people are willing to, you know, what what are the, if the ratings indicate that whatever they're selling, whether it be a, a somewhat of a WWE intrigue now, um, people are tuning in. How about this one for my Dallas Mavericks? They're awful, by the way. Uh Salah Mirza. Who? Yeah. Uh, the center for the Dallas Mavericks. Salah Mirza. Mirza. Measuring. Got ejected last week against Washington, right? Yeah. Picked up a second technical foul. And uh, one of the Wizards kids, players, was mocking him because he got ejected and uh, gave him like a, a, a goodbye wave. And then uh, Mirza, I said something to the kid. And Rick Carlisle, who's, uh, who's the head coach of the Mavericks, Instead of taking up for his player, yelled at his own player, you've got two points. Get the expletive deleted out of here. Tells his own, dude, you got two points. He got tossed. Get out. Shut up. When you lose, you can't say anything. Get out. You've lost. You've had two points. I mean, I've got a lot of coaches probably want to say that to me. Uh, Because I was absolutely I had some guy here a while back. We were losing the game. Uh, you know, we hadn't lost really bad all year. We have a one particularly bad night. And like, dude, what do I got to do to get thrown out of here so I don't have to watch this? And he said, Coach Walter, if I have to stay, you have to stay. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> like, well, if you put it like that. That's when it's a bad night. If I have to watch this, you have to watch it. Um, the NBA, though, I mean, have they – you know, we're talking about the the intrigue and so forth. Have they taken? Have they necessarily changed their marketing strategy, or have they taken uh, lessons learned from the past NFL season and injected it into something that that may think uh, is is more attractive? I mean, Jim, I think it's a younger audience with the, with the NBA. I is. think it's the millennials, the Gen Ys. Now, what They're purchasing power they have? I, I, obviously, it's not as much as some of the others, but it's working. And, and you got to give Adam Silver. Um, credit. Uh, Jeremy gives us a uh, a scenario. What if former Patriot Chris Long, current Eagle, mm-hmm. donated his entire season salary with the Eagles to charity because he's being paid by the Patriots? Fourth quarter, three seconds left. Eagles up 28-24. Patriots fall on three-yard line. Brady goes to, uh, drops back. Chris Long gets a clear rush. But at the last second, he slows and runs by Brady as he throws a slant for a touchdown. 
Chris Long is a Belichick spy. Jeremy, you win the tinfoil hat of the day award from the edge. I like it. He's a spy. He was purposely planted there by Bill Belichick. Well, they can have one less chair at the White House if the Eagles do win because Chris Long has announced that he's not going. Okay. Brady didn't go last time that, that they won in President Biden. I don't, I don't care about Brian, that. Try to imagine how little we care. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't care if Brady – really, I don't care if they decide any of them go. I mean, it's a big deal. we got, we got bigger things to do in this country right now. That I mean, let the fans celebrate. Let the, all that – I mean, the fact you, that they go to the White – The backup deep snappers you don't not to go to the White House. I mean, you know, can you I – mean, Let's you know. not invite anybody anymore. I mean, I don't care if Republican or Democrat. You know, it's not that big a deal anymore. No one's – I'm not going to take time out of my day to watch the – whether the Patriots or Eagles win, I'm not going to tell you and watch that at what's going on at the White House, no matter who. No big deal. We have to give our predictions tomorrow. We're going to break down the Super Bowl a little bit more. I think it's going to be a really good one, uh, hopefully, because we've been we've been spoiled the last couple of years with Super Bowls, with national championship games in football, basketball, and even the College World Series. And this year, seven games in the World Series in baseball. It's been fantastic. We have been spoiled. We have. By just, I mean, because the Super Bowl for years was a blowout. It was just god-awful. You better get your commercials in in the first quarter because after that, everybody's turning it off. How I yearn for the days of Gerald Euphemian throwing the pass against the Washington Redskins. Yeah, Gerald made me look like I had a good arm. Gerald, I, I may have been taller than Gerald Euphemian. I'm not sure. I don't want to offend anybody. Is he still alive? I think he is, and I don't want to offend any, any you know, uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish leprechauns out there um, who are, you know, those of us who are uh, vertically challenged. But... Uh, yeah, I remember the pass and then in the, you know, Redskins, but that was the days when was that the Doug Williams Super Bowl? Was that Doug Williams? Doug Williams won as I think it was thirty years ago. Yeah. No, 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 no. That wasn't no, that was a different Redskins team. The Euro that was the Bob Greasy undefeated seventy two Dolphins. That's it. That beat the Redskins. Yeah. And then Doug Williams' team won it. Despite Garrow's attempts to give it away. Yeah, 14-7 to 7 was the score of that game. Uh, anyway, you've been listening to Ash. It's been fun. i uh, got uh, Shaw Fox Sports Company coming on at 3 o'clock today. I'm sure they'll get into uh, to different things. Got some more stuff on Michigan State that's come out. We'll get into tomorrow. We'll do some more Super Bowl stuff. Been a, been a fun day, Jamie. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, John Tabor is always uh, running the board. Thanks to our sponsors, the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, our friends at Vantage. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. GB Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause of the Louisiana Special Olympics. Uh, Vantage Spinevale. Hey, you got a you got a anniversary, you got a birthday, you got a wife, you got a girlfriend, you got a wife and a girlfriend. Whatever you do, go hook them up at Spinevale. Uh, just make sure you don't get them at the same time. Most of my friends Jamie Fox. Handle more than one. Or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> at any rate, check out Spinevale for your. Uh, for your packages for Valentine's Day, 807-1060, 318-807-1060. And uh, the man, the myth, the legend, our title sponsor, the good Dr. David Weber, North Winter Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. For John Tabor, for Jamie Fox, I am Terry Walter. Aloha. You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday. Missed it? 
No problem. You can catch the podcast on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. We live.